We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on today. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody is uh, uh, responding back to uh, work life after Memorial Day well. Um, Hot day here where I'm at, but really excited today to have a a UConn football player, Noah Plack, on the show. Thanks for joining me today. Glad to be here. Good, good. You're you're transferring into UConn from Delaware at the FCS level from the uh, CAA. You you had an impressive career at Delaware. Uh, what was your time like playing there? I had a great time um, there. I met a lot of great people, great staff there, um, great community at the whole University of Delaware. Um, but yeah, I really had a great time. The kids that we I played with, I played defense with. Uh, probably like I say seven kids in my class for like at least three four years, so we had a lot of good chemistry in, in, on our side of the ball. My defensive coordinator was my recruiting was the guy who recruited me out of high school. He's from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, as well as me. So it just made it really easy for me to uh, you know get along with the people there and just have a good time while I was there. Absolutely. I mean, be, being in Delaware, you guys are. The, the main the main show I guess I'll say uh, how how is that being like the number one thing in the state? Yeah, I mean we are the NFL football team of the state of Delaware, so I mean every game every home game is pretty much packed out. Uh, I play our stadium holds holds probably like twenty thousand, probably had like fifteen ish average of every, every every game. So I mean the people love the team, the people are committed to the team, and. You know, it, it, it really shows out on Saturdays. That's awesome. Has to make it fun for you as a player. Absolutely. So playing in the CAA, arguably the best FCS conference, how, how do you think that'll prepare you for the next level and the next step here at UConn? I mean, yeah, CAA is really big time football. It's like us and uh, I'd say the Missouri Valley are two, two conferences that are top two in the FCS. So, um, Definitely a lot of great competition I've played the past five years there. Um, I would say that the biggest difference of what I have noticed is like linemen, the size of the linemen and like, the athleticism of the linemen. That's something I really uh, I thought I was going to see coming in here, but actually seeing it in person, being going against the guys like Christian Haynes every day, you know, mm-hmm. um, it really does show like why UConn is where, where it's at right now in FPS. Absolutely, going up against a future pro there, and that has to—that's going to obviously help prepare you for every game that you're going to be playing this year. Absolutely, iron sharpens iron, man. I love going against guys like that every day. It just makes me a better player. Absolutely. What was your experience like playing in the FCS playoffs? That was fun. That was awesome. It was a really different uh, feel because you know FBS 
football. There's not like a playoff system. You never know if it's winner or go home. You know when you're pretty much know when your last game is. So uh, just going into, especially as last year, just going into every game appreciating everything because you never know the last time you're going to see you're going to play with the players that your that your, your teammates. You're going to be coached by your coaches, and plus you get to go to places. I mean, we, I went to South Dakota State twice, and um, it that that atmosphere up there. I mean, it's, it's just like Delaware. That's that that's the NFL team up there, and so everyone is supporting. Those, those schools up there. So, I mean, seeing places like that is just awesome to see. It, it, that's part of what makes sports great is those those great opportunities that you get like that. Bucket list items. There's definitely one of those things. Going out to the Dakotas, going to play them whenever I went to go to Delaware. It was definitely a bucket list item. And I got to play in North Dakota twice, and I got to, I, North Dakota State twice, and I got to play South Dakota State twice. So I really can't ask so much more of my experience there. Absolutely. Uh, what what impressed you the most about UConn during the process? Um, I would say the staff. Honestly, I mean, big name guys. Guy, um, Jim Moore is a household name, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like being able to be coached by guys like him and Coach Diabate just really made it an easy decision for me. Um. You know, and I feel like the scheme here is really what I wanted to go into right now because I played safety for five years. And I know if I want to go to the next level, that's not the position I will be at. So I, would, so I wanted to go find something, someplace where they would really see where I would be at the next level and try to improve my game so that I could be able to play at the next level. And there might not be another a better defensive mind to play for than Jim Mora, like you said. Absolutely. Uh, what was the deciding factor for you to come to UConn? I mean, you, you explained a little bit there, but is there a little more to it? Um, I mean, when I, when we, when I first came in, my, my high school teammate, Ray Eldridge, was committed here as well. So And he came here for a little bit, but then he decided to retire. But that has something to do with it, but I mean, playing time. I mean, I, I didn't enter the transfer portal. I only have one year left, so I didn't enter the transfer portal to, to like sit sit behind somebody or like compete for playing time. Really, I wanted to know that I would be on the field a good bit because I I, I didn't step off the field for four straight years, so I didn't really want to like get rid of any sort of playing time that I would have had if I would have just stayed. I have to go back to uh, you and Ray Eldridge being high school teammates. I had Ray on the show a couple months ago, and great dude. And I, I feel terrible for him having to hang it up. But uh, speaking from – I had a ton of injuries myself, and that's why I had to hang it up. So I completely yeah. understand where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. But yeah, He was going through it a little bit. He's definitely doing the right thing for himself right now. Good, good. Glad to hear that. <clears throat> You talked about playing safety, and now you're going to move to linebacker. What what does your versatility and adaptable type, body type, mean for a team in the modern-day modern, modern day football? Yeah, I mean, it's what you have to do nowadays with how athletic the skilled players are on offense. You have to be able to cover running backs who pretty much are receivers sometimes nowadays. 
And sometimes you can be like cover slot receivers and tight ends and stuff like that. I mean, you guys like Justin Jolly too. I mean, sheesh, guy against him every day. I love, I love being able to guard him every day. But I mean, yeah, I, I really do. Cause I, I came, I, I came into Delaware, not knowing that I was going to be moved to safety. I thought I was going to be a linebacker there. That's what I was recruited as. But then going back there, I really do appreciate it because it, it really opened up my eyes a little bit to back and how to understand the passing game and how defensive passing schemes work as well and uh, stuff like that. So I really do appreciate that. And it, it gives me a chance to show all my abilities. You know, sometimes if you're playing one position, you can do other things, but you never get a chance to really show it. But really, I, I get to cover receivers, man. I get to blitz. I get to pretty much do just about everything you could possibly do in on defense at my position I'm in right now. What, what, what's been the most difficult thing about the transition? I would say getting back, getting used to playing linebacker again, you know, getting, getting in the linebacker stance and actually have to bend your knees or something. Like in the first few days I had to, a, little, a little bit of struggle with, but you know, after practice you get, you get used to it. Now I'm comfortable with it. I feel like just getting used to getting back to being four or five yards from the line of scrimmage and having to move immediately off what you're reading instead of having time to sit back and look at the whole entire field. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think the number one thing that I take every time that I interview any of the players from UConn is just the tremendous brotherhood that you guys have. It's it's pretty unbelievable. How how have you been welcomed into, into that brotherhood? We break down every single break on brotherhood, just about. So, I mean, it's something we really uh, take pride on here. And um, it shows whenever I got here. It was really it was a really easy transition whenever I got here. People, the kids, teammates, coaches, welcomed me with open arms like I've been here for two or three years. And it was just, it made it made it really easy for me because I'm not really the most outgoing person. But once you can, once you talk to me, you'll you get to see that I, I'm not the worst person that talks. I, I can, you know, make conversation and stuff. But I like to keep to myself a little bit. So having them being so open to me uh, made it a very easy transition for me. I've I've heard so many of the transfers or new new incoming freshmen say that same thing, and I, I think that's a wonderful thing. Yeah, it, it really have a good thing going here. Uh, what is, what's your relationship like with Coach Moore and Coach Diabate? It's great, you know. I get to call or text and Coach Diabate just about every day, just about anything really, football or just life related. So, so we have a really good uh, relationship between us, and you know, me and Coach Moore really do too. Um, like I said, he was a big he was a big part of me coming here, and he's a big reason why I came here just to be able to be coached by someone with a high caliber like him and he's like he's one of the guy people he's one of the people is just one of the easiest people to talk to you know and you can really just talk about anything with him and he's, he's like he asks like, like one of your friends but like once you get on the field you know he's a coach he really demands it and and that's one thing i love because it, it, it's it's tough love on the field but off the field you know deep down he definitely does love you and that's what you want as a player Absolutely. I, I'm intrigued to hear your uh, response to this, but what was your experience like in the transfer portal? 
Um, it was stressful, but I mean, the recruiting process itself, no matter where you're, if you're in high school or if you're in transit portal or anything, it's going to be stressful because you got a bunch of coaches, uh, trying to get you to go to another place and they're trying to tell you all the best things about it, but you don't know what really goes on. You know what I mean? But, um, I mean, it was... It was, I mean, I'm blessed to be able to be in the position I'm in to be able to even have these these options. But I mean, it's, it's a stressful it's a stressful process, but it's something you have to be able to do if you want to be if you want to go to the places you want to go to. Absolutely. Uh, what are some of your uh, expectations you have for yourself coming into this season? I just want to win. You know. Winning is really the only thing that matters because if you win, you're good, like you're gonna you're gonna get draft weight, you're gonna get your stats, you're gonna get everything that you need if you want to go to the NFL or wherever it is. Like winning is everything. So really, the only thing I want to do this year is win. Absolutely, and and you're stepping into a defense that was pretty dang good last year, so. And you get to play alongside. You, you talked about earlier, iron sharpens iron, and you get to play alongside Jackson Mitchell. How does playing with uh, such a talented guy help help things for you as a player? Then I would say vice versa too, like you helping him. I mean, coming in, uh, not knowing really too much about the defense at all, just kind of spring learning as I go. I mean, he wasn't even on the field too much, but just hearing him in meetings. And seeing his demeanor and shows and seeing how much respect all the teammates and coaches give him, it just shows why he is the best linebacker in college football, really. Because, I mean, the stats obviously show it, but right. everything else, everything else outside, like when the cameras are off, and he does everything the right way, how it should be done. Absolutely, and and how how do you? How do you feel you'll be able to play off that as well? It makes me play. I mean, it makes me think slower. It makes me play faster, you know, because I, I know I can trust the guy next to me. And throughout, I mean, throughout the spring, I, you know, like I said, he didn't really get too much the chance of a chance to get on the field, so I didn't get too much of a chance to be on the field with him. But, I mean, this summer, all throughout camp, I'm going to be on the field with him. So I, I know I'm going to be able to gain his trust because he, he already has mine. So I know that I'm going to do my thing to be able to gain his trust. Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> I, I would never ask you to divulge schematics at all, but how, how interesting is it to play for a, a defense that doesn't have a quote-unquote defensive coordinator? Yeah, so I'm really different. That I really, I, I didn't think it would be that much of a like different sort of feel but it definitely is just I mean but at the same time like Coach Moore pretty much is the defensive coordinator just because of how much of a like brilliant mind he has with the defensive scheme and stuff like that so really I mean at first it kind of like was like confusing to me because like why not but being going through spring ball and seeing how, how things operate, I, I understand why they, they don't really have the rush to get go find one right now. 
<clears throat> I know you said you're from the Pittsburgh area, so how? Uh, you talked. We talked before the show about Jelani Stafford. D- did you know him well before you came uh, to be a part of the program, or some of the other guys on the team? Um, I didn't know. I didn't know him personally in high school or anything, but I just knew him through like social media and stuff. So we knew each other. We followed each other. Um, same thing with Tui. But we, I, one of Tui's teammates in high school, actually, I played, I played at Delaware with. Um, but so yeah, there, there's mutual connections. Everyone knows everyone in Pittsburgh, especially when you play football in the, in the city. Everyone knows, everyone plays pitching all, all the teams around there. So I know a good bit about him just, just from, social media and stuff beforehand but now that i've gotten here those two guys especially i've become pretty close with since i got here how big of a deal is football in pittsburgh in that area it's the biggest deal i mean people people live breathe sleep black and gold pittsburgh steal the football so and if you go friday nights you go to just about any high school i bet you see a packed out high school stadium too no matter where it is in the, in the greater area. It's just how what everyone in the city grew up on. You know, everyone grew up watching the Steelers at some point, no matter what generation you were in. So, I mean, it's just a really, really big portion of the culture of the city. Absolutely. Uh, you guys open up on Thursday, August 31st. I might add that's my birthday too, so I'm really excited for you guys for that. <laughs> <laughs> but against NC State. How does a midweek game change your preparation as an athlete? I mean, it, it, it's not, it doesn't really change too much of the preparation just because, I mean, the week will be dictated. The week of practice isn't dictated by the weeks itself. So, like, I will still have, I mean, it's the first game of the year, so we'll have a whole month of a prep for them. But mm-hmm. even, even so they'll still like coordinated so that we get like the five to seven days between or beforehand that Thursday. So that we get the get getting that routine of what we do the week before a game. But like, I mean, at Delaware, I probably played, I think two or three of the five years I was there. Our opening game was at night, Thursday night. So that's not anything that really I'll be, that'll be different for me. So you, you talked about uh, earlier in the show about uh, bucket list items, and one of my bucket lists, as as my listeners know, is to attend a home game at every FBS stadium, and it's a long process, but I'm getting getting through it. So what what games are you looking forward to on the schedule this season, and what venues would you be looking looking forward to? I mean, you can't look past any of the Power Five games because I mean, there's no better football than Power Five football. So those four definitely. And then I would say, you know, my old my old CAA rival, JMU. Can't wait to go back down to Harrisonburg. But I would say those would be the five five or five games that I would say are you recycle, but I mean still week by week. One another every week. Absolutely. And it, you talked about playing like at North Dakota State, South Dakota State. What what are some of the uh, cooler venues that you've played at, some that kind of stick out in your mind? Uh, well, Heinz Field. I'm not calling it Akersher because it's Heinz Field. But <laughs> Heinz Field, I played there in high school. 
that was that was awesome. And I got to play there also. I got to play Pitt at Northern Delaware too. Lost in by three, should have beat them, but lost by three. Um, so I would say that that's definitely one of the best venues I've been able to play in. Um, I mean, Fargo Dome, uh, South Dakota State Stadium as well. Where else? I think those really are the three that I would say. Being a guy from Pittsburgh, playing at Heinz Field just has to be the ultimate thing. It's 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 the best thing, especially you know when you're in your college. And I had a whole section of right right in the left back left corner of the end zone with all of, like my friends and family, and it was just awesome. Especially to go see like the whole crowd. Everyone came back uh, after the game, said hi, say what's up before I had to go back to school. But just being able to go back and just see the place, have have your teammates as well go see the place you grew up in and go play in the stadium that you've watched your favorite team playing for 20-plus years. It was, it was an awesome feeling. I have to believe that. I mean, that has to just be the, just an ultimate rush for you. Yeah, man. I mean, walking out of that tunnel and seeing all those yellow, yellow seats with the city behind it is something I really will never forget. That's awesome, man. The last question I have for you before we get off, uh, how big of a role did you play in uh, your former teammate, wide receiver Brett Buckman, uh, transferring into UConn? I may have, you know, uh, give our wide receiver coach a little heads up. But, I mean, they did. I mean, our coaches had to do their thing to me and get him here. I can already do so much. You know, Uh I can already show. I mean, so I did a little bit, but. He had to do his own research, and they had to do their own thing. I can't wait to see him. He, he should be here this week or the week, next week, some point soon, hopefully. Absolutely. Well, I, I have to say thank you so much, Noah, for joining me. It's been a lot of fun. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me. And I look forward, as always, you and the rest of your teammates, the coaching staff. Uh, we look forward to watching you guys all season. It's going to be a lot of fun. For sure. I can't wait. I appreciate you. Absolutely. And as always, to my listeners, thank you guys so much for tuning in like you always do. It's much appreciated. Have a good night. God bless.